Hello and welcome back to Keep Calm and Carry On. Thank you so much for joining us again. I hope you guys have been enjoying the season. I mean, what a lineup of guests we've had. Arlene Phillips, Beverly Knight, Kimberly Walsh, Shoshana Bean, Alfie Bow, oh, many more. I hope you've been enjoying them as much as I've been making them. So we have a cracker for you today. I met this young lady way back in... I don't even remember the year, but it was a long time ago, and she was on our screens doing a show called I'd Do Anything, singing for her supper, if you like, but she was an absolute star right back then. She then went on to go across the Atlantic and play in Broadway, or on Broadway, should I say, in Chicago at the Super Bowl. Oh my goodness, that's a dream of mine. Also, you would have seen her on our screens in the film Les Miserables. I'm talking about the gorgeous and beautiful Sam Barks. I'm so excited that you're here and you've come on my very new shiny podcast. Um, it's so lovely to have you here and I'm so glad you're safe and well and in the country to yes. be here with us. Yes, well thank how you. Are, how are you doing? I'm doing good, yeah. It's sort of, it's it's weird. It's like every day is different, ups and downs and sort of I'll have times where I'm like, do you know what, I really value this time. Um, yeah. That we're all in the same boat and we're all sort of, I, I keep saying that it's like, the pause button has been pressed to all and say, but and then there are other times when all of a sudden the the news and everything gets on top of me, and I almost I feel so uh, overwhelmed and and everything, and it's so it's but that's I think that everybody's going through that, um, and yeah. when I hear people actually sharing that with me, I'm like, oh, that's helpful because I'm glad I'm not the only one because some days it's some days it's great, some days it's not. It's just who knows right yeah. now. I think it's really hit our industry quite badly. I think, you know, people that haven't struggled before. I mean, personally, I've I've always been very strong, very very positive, very on the front foot. And this has hit me. I must admit, you know, I was in tears in the kitchen the other day, and my husband was like, "What? What? What's going on with you? Who are you?" And and it it took me by surprise. You know, it really has. I think in a, in such a weird industry where we don't have security, in some way we do, but this has really knocked us because nobody knows when it's going to start again. <laughs> but also it's like anyway I always think our career our careers are so like you have no you don't have control in a lot of ways. Like mm. there's you know I always think about sometimes you can try and try and try and try and then you're like oh you didn't get that job that you wanted and things are so all out of our control in a lot of ways that this sort of pushes it a little bit further and we're like yeah oh. because it's it, it is a, an industry that is so severely hit by this because even now they're talking about you know uh when will things start to open up again and the reality is that like theaters definitely aren't going to be one of the first things to open you know sporting yeah. events and theater yeah. events big gatherings so it's just, it is a scary time definitely in our industry because it's just so unknown and people I, mean, I think it's in such a a vulnerable industry anyway where we all expose ourselves for validation and we all um you know put ourselves in these crazy situations do you think this is going to hit people harder like struggling mentally emotionally do you think I mean how has it affected you yeah I think I think it is I think that also we're like I I think generally as performers like I have a need for um connection and people and I'm you know I don't I'm somebody who doesn't do well on my own some people are some people can you know I was talking to my friend about introverts and extroverts and there are some people who can recharge 
by having alone time. I'm not one of those people. And so I yeah. think that, you know, with our industry, we have these lovely families almost that we build up and, and our casts or a band or whoever it is that you have. It's really, I think it's really hard. I think people will be struggling because it, you are, we are vulnerable. And like, I think we, we, we do have that lovely uh, need for connection in a great way. And, and we need, we love to connect. That's what, that's what we do. That's what we do. Connect with yeah, audiences yeah. or people. And so it is, it is very, very weird. I'll go on to talk about um, the highs and lows a bit later. Um, but let's take it, let's take it back to early on in your career. I mean, you're still young and, and got so much to do and so many places to go but um you you've been so busy your your career has kind of blown up you've it's gone mental um and i've watched you you know from way back when uh you did the reality program of of uh to find a dorothy wasn't it you i do dorothy it was nancy one i do anything yeah. you were the nancy one. Oh! <laughs> um and i i remember watching you on that show and just being like oh my goodness and you were so wonderful and so new and fresh and lovely and since then your career's just gone mental I mean how has that been for you what what's been what's been the high points what's been what's been the best point I should ask you at a separate time really okay (laughs) how did how did the program change your life and did it change your um did it change where you wanted to go? Well, it, the, the, yeah, the show completely changed my life in so many ways, obviously in a career sense, but also just in, in my life. I just moved to London from the Isle of Man, which are the most sort of opposite kinds of uh, vibes. I love the Isle of Man. The Isle of Man's great. I love it. And so, yeah, and so it was, it was, that was quite scary, really moving away from there just generally. So I think that I'd been in London for a couple of months and all of a sudden it was like I was on TV and I hadn't yeah. planned it that far ahead. It's just, obviously I'd moved everything and given my world for this industry, which is my life, my passion. So I was like, of course I'd go and audition for Android Web, but that would be crazy not to. So, I, but that's as far as I saw it going. Um, was it your first, was it your very first audition? Yeah. Did you not done anything else Nothing. before that? I was just in drama school for like a couple of months, went for it. And it was like, oh, I got through a certain bit and then through a certain bit. And then all of a sudden it was like, what am I going to do? I hadn't thought that far through. But I think yeah. that what I really, really feel lucky about was that I was so young when I did it and I was 17. And I think that if I did it now, I'd be terrified. But yeah, I had nothing yeah. to lose because I didn't have anything. Um, I was completely just like, it's fine. I'm very laid back and just like, go with the flow. It's fine. Yeah. And I think that helped me a lot on the show because otherwise... I think I'd have been a, a nervous wreck because it's like, oh. It's quite intense, yeah. You get, like, criticised in front of everybody you've ever known. And that's yeah. the first time it's like, oh, I can't, I can't believe it. I can't believe someone just went for you in that way in front of everybody. But then after a while, you're like, oh, that's just normal and that's what happens, which is quite weird, I think, at 17 to be like, oh, it's fine. I just, yeah. But I think it, it gave me uh, a thick skin, at that age because it's like straight away okay okay I've heard it I've heard it which is which I think was helpful because I think this industry it's like you you know constantly um trying to evolve trying to improve so there's a lot of criticism even just constructive criticism within shows you get notes every day and it's like yeah that's that's a big (laughs) part of it isn't it it's like yeah okay yeah um yeah, so I think, yeah, it was, it was life-changing in lots of ways, but weird that all of a sudden I was just in London at 17 and now, like, had to drop out of school because I'd missed so much of school. And it was like, oh, 
totally new life. How did you feel coming out of the show? Did it, I mean, you've got quite a a good, solid support network with your family and friends. And that's, you know, you're very open about that. And that's brilliant. And I think people in this industry need, they need something like that to survive. Um, Did it, did it affect you coming out of the show? I mean, did you have positives and negatives? Did Definitely. How did you feel about it? Well, the the positives were all the things I talked about and all of a sudden I got to, you know, go to auditions that I never dreamed I'd get to go to and it did open up so many doors, which I'm just yeah. forever grateful to. But massively um, challenging in terms of the personal side of it because where I'm thankful for it was this was before social media properly blew up yes yes but it was still like very a lot of people online a lot of stuff and the first time you're like oh realize how nasty people can be (laughs) and I hadn't you know you're 17 I remember I remember this one thing I was thinking it the other day and I we we were all talking about because there was something where everyone would chat about all girls and everyone's like oh my god have you seen what people are saying blah 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 and I'd done this I'd done this um number where I was in my first very first song I did and I had these little hot little pair of hot pants which I by the way burst out crying when they told me I was gonna wear I was like I can't my dad is gonna be so disappointed in me um I remember someone was like oh um or so some I don't know somewhere I read this and someone was like oh my god how bad like she's got awful cellulite and she's only 17 oh my gosh and I was like do I I, and looking wow. back, I didn't have a scrap of cellulite. Do you know what I mean? When you're 17, it's like, be grateful because it's all coming. It's all, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> I remember thinking, do do I? And I I don't think I did, but it's just like, and then I saw it. So for years, I was just like, well, I can't because of my cellulite. And people would be like, you don't have cellulite. And it's just like, that is, that is the, that is the world. Wow. And it's funny because I realized years later that I was like, oh, I'd become a little bit like, that's fine. Yeah, but that's fine. So many, like, you criticize me, like, well, that's fine because I've got so that, or that's fine because I'm like this, or that's fine because, and you're like, oh, you just, sometimes you, you build up a thick skin, but that, and that's a good thing, but also it's like, oh, you just take on things that nasty, like nasty things that people have said about you, like, okay, well, that's, that's my, that's my truth then. It's like, it's not, you've got to just, you know, you've got to, you've got to move past those comments, but things like that when you're 17, at the time I was like, that's fine, I'm strong, I can deal with it, that's fine, that's always very much my mentality, but yeah. you look back and you go, Oh God, that shouldn't be happening, should it? You know. Do you think you could put a, a face on that, like, and, and brush it off? Um, but do you think it kind of it, it hit a deeper? Do you think it stayed with you a little bit, and do you think it affects you now? Well, yeah, because I think that you know, it, it's one of the things where I can now recognize and go, oh, okay. But those things, you could, people can say lovely things about you, but it's just like a few nasty ones and you're like oh whereas now I think I don't take things seriously like that so yeah you've got to I always say like don't don't um you got to take everything with a pinch of salt so someone's saying you're incredible you can take it on but don't believe your own hype and then also just don't don't dwell in the criticisms and the nastiness because just just try and you know it's about um how you feel about yourself because if you're constantly wondering do people think you look yeah, I remember being one one time. Um, this is like years after, just being just some articles or whatever it is. I remember one day. It was one day, and someone had called me too fat, and someone had called me too thin on the same day. And I thought, <laughs> I thought brilliant. I said, I'm out. I can't even care about that anymore because wow. you just got to feel wow. good. It's so difficult, isn't it? Because I, in a way, we put ourselves out there for it. it, it you know, because 
we are in in that industry of yeah. people come and see us and we are our own product and yeah. you do put yourself out there but I think people do forget sometimes that we're only human and we can be affected and it's it's mean. Don't be mean, people. <laughs> be nice. Let's live in a happy world. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it is. It's like there are some com- some things like people, like you said, I agree with you. We do put ourselves out there in this world and we are the product. And people, you know, it's okay that people can like you, not like you, not their taste or, or you are their taste, whatever it is. I think that that's something I just, we accept and you go, that's fine because that's okay. It's like opinions yeah, and that's yeah, fine. It's absolutely. art, isn't it? You're going to have opinions on art. That's fine. But when it's like, you know, oh, look at your, look at your cellulite legs. It's like, yeah, oh, I don't think it's that nonsense, that's... isn't it? But also you go, you know, there are people who are going through a lot themselves. So they put that out there in the, in the world. And it's sad, sad for everybody, isn't that's it? That's so true. That's so true. Um, so I have been talking recently about, um, uh, the uh, we're very fortunate we've you both you and I've done some amazing jobs and some incredible um events and you know the Les Mis film I'll talk about that in a minute because that <laughs> blows my mind um but the aftermath of it so you do something absolutely incredible or you go and do an amazing tour you go and do an amazing concert the Super Bowl again I'll talk about that in a minute but the the after bit the come down of it have you ha- have you had that? How do how do you deal with it? I love, absolutely love being in work, but I've also definitely learned over my time to really enjoy the not being in work and to make the most of that time. Because, you know, when when you're doing a job, it's it's incredible, but it, it really requires your whole life and soul and you can't go yeah. to your best friend's wedding. You can't go to your sister's baby's christening. You can't do all those things. So that's fine um, because we that we get to do what we love and that's amazing but then I've yeah really started to just be like okay instead of giving in to stress of when we work again or things like that it's about trying to find the positives in either side so I've enjoyed times when I've not been in work as well but the the aftermath that you talk about it's it's interesting because people people We'll be like, well, what, well, what, well, what are you doing now? What, what, what are you doing next? What are you doing after that? Which is great. It's lovely, but you're also like, oh, I don't know yet. I don't know. I don't know. It's like there, there yeah. is, um, there, there, there is that that pressure in a way. Not, not just from people. Obviously, people who are excited to see a new project, but just like people who you know, friends, family. They're yeah. just excited as well. But <laughs> yeah. you're like, oh, you're I don't the know. Worst. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you're like, I'm still uh, thinking about the last job, and you know. <laughs> but it's funny because everyone's only just sharing excitement but you're like is it is it bad I'm not oh god oh, oh yeah it's funny it's adjusting though I find it, it especially if you're doing say a show or a film or so, you're surrounded by lots of like-minded people lots of creative people everything is 100 miles an hour and it's huge and then to go back to normal life after that job ends um yeah it's it very is very quiet and there's very you know you're you're with your loved ones but it's a very different environment and it's such a strange it's it, it's like yin and yang it's two totally different worlds and dealing with that I think is is something so unusual and, and also you can't not everybody goes through it because they don't have those big extremes but I, I think it's quite more apparent especially nowadays when you see people on huge television programs and then you see a bit of their snippet of real life on perhaps social media and you see how much they 
perhaps struggle with those moments and but it's interesting to see what you thought what you thought about it if, if you go through it but again you have such a great support network that I think yeah helps. I think that I did like especially something like I'd do anything would be the big one in terms of that because I yeah. was so young and all of a sudden that's why I feel people who like you know the whole situation with Love Island at the moment and people being like thrust into the limelight and then it all goes away and then you're like, oh, oh it's so important to have a support network, like you say. Yeah. But that was so weird because all of a sudden I'm a student in school and then you're in a situation where, like when you're on a prime time Saturday night every in someone's living room every Saturday night, there is mm. a very weird instant fame that's fleeting. Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't last for a long time, but it's like people from the X Factor and stuff like that, it's like... Whew, and then every, yeah. every, people like everyone recognize you in the street. Like even after doing something like Les Mis film, the, that, it, no, it's not like that at all. You know, people are sort of like, oh, hi, but it's not like that reality TV. Like everybody's like, hi, 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 which I'm different actually, audience, very different think. audience. So I'm actually quite shy when it comes to that, which people don't expect me to be. And when I, when I was, when I'd done that, I don't think I was like uh, 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 very nervous. I, I didn't, I wasn't expecting that and I've never had that since it was a very very uh specific type of yeah. recognition because it was every night on a Saturday night and nothing yeah. like that ever since it's all completely different but um that was really weird because all of a sudden you go back to your old life but life's not the same anymore and so yeah, you're kind of, of like oh it's so nice to be able to get to do what you do and people to like be interested but then you're also like oh I don't know who I am anymore in a way because you're yeah, like I'm not that person that you think I am and it's yeah you can it's it is a sort of weird yeah really weird feeling after you finish something like that and come down to real life we'll be right back with Sam in just a minute but don't forget to hit subscribe and listen to the rest of the episodes and the rest of our super special guests coming up and if you fancy leaving us a five-star review on the apple podcast store some of, I mean, I've watched you just do some incredible things. And the Les Mis film, I mean, again, that must have just blown your mind. Oh. And to see you, I remember we had, I saw you on set perhaps one day and, I, and you just yeah. looked amazing and you were so gracious and so lovely and you kind of flew past and very busy. And then I remember watching the film and you were just magical. Oh, thank you. And how how was that? And, how, and again, that probably changed just was another step up in your career and took you to America to um to much more exciting things and how was that that was was, it was amazing just uh, that that whole process I never thought I never thought I'd get an audition that was hard enough because it was like he really really wasn't like having theatre people come and audition a lot of my friends and they like we want to audition but it wasn't so when we got an audition it was like (gasps) oh didn't think that was going to happen so then I did an audition and he had to leave uh Tom had to leave like really quickly and I was like oh brilliant I ruined that that was that's it over so then we got <laughs> another audition it was like oh but it was a really weird audition process and so uh but it lasted about 15 weeks so that's a lot wow. of like well I definitely haven't got it I haven't heard anything and it's a long, long time long time so but the the whole the filming itself was amazing because as you know it's like we're surrounded by like our like Les Mis family and this Les Mis group and and the sort of Les Mis does become like this it's almost like I always say like Les Mis was like my college years when I did it in town it's like 
you know so many people from it. And so it was being surrounded by that, it was so fun. Yeah. It was like a lot of my friends were the student boys. And so it was just, it was, yeah. it was brilliant. It was amazing. Did you, did you ever go back to training? But like after, after I do anything, did you ever do any more training or was it just on the job? On the job, really. I, so I, I've done bits of things. I've done courses. I did a really, really great um, Shakespeare course at RADA, which is just so wow. much fun. Like I have done bits like that. And then my own, taken on, taken on my own stuff, singing lessons and acting lessons and things like that. So, but I definitely, I love learning as I go. That's definitely yeah. the kind of learning. Yeah, like, it's so important. Yeah. It's so I think I've I've learned some of my best lessons on on jobs that I've done and yeah college is great and you do it's a great start up but um do do you get any um resilience um from people because you did the reality program first yeah do you get any people um I don't necessarily think I get it but I I always used to sense it within the industry and I totally understand it I totally understand it I think that our show was slightly different because it was like a musical theatre show for musical theatre performers for a musical theatre you know so I do yeah yeah but uh, as opposed to you know other reality tv shows which you know but I I get it I do understand it um I yeah I sort of did I did feel it but also I think after a while of working and building up your cv and actually people go oh okay you're not yeah just like doing a reality show and getting a role and that you know it's like yeah, they course. see yeah, the hard yeah. work that, that goes into it they see that you know it, it wasn't just like a, oh I don't know I fancy this and I don't care about it it's like I, yeah. I've done I've, I've this is what I live for and I don't know I think that it changed a little bit when you know it, it did yeah I, I don't know though it's I, I understand I understand it from people as well I do yeah I love that you've kind of gone on and I mean you've done so many amazing things the Super Bowl must have been mind-blowing um and then obviously opening a Broadway show doing Pretty Woman and uh but then I love that you you did like the last five years at the other palace I mean I think that it's so wonderful to see you as such a rounded performer and taking it seems taking a job because you want to do that role or you want to play that part regardless of yeah. whether where or when it is and how big it is um is that is that a conscious thing or because I yeah I think people ask me oh what's next for you and I think people forget that we're kind of governed by what's what comes to you what's available but is it a choice that you make to go I want or you call your agent and say I want to do this or is it what comes in yeah well, that, I agree with that it's so funny people go right well like you know how do you it's like well I, <laughs> what do you I, want to do next I don't we don't get to like cherry pick and, and form our career <laughs> in that way but I think like with things like the last five years it's absolutely sort of the role I've always wanted to play I just absolutely love it um and so then there are certain things where it's like, I'll, I go, Oh, I'd love to do that. And then you put yourself out there. Um, and you know, and cause sometimes it's not always the, the way that things, things obviously don't always just like fly into your lap and here's an audition. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to make it like, you have to push and be like, Oh, I'd like to do that. I'd like to put myself forward for that and be okay. If it's like, Nope, you know, and yeah, yeah. So there are certain things like that where I'll go, I really, I really feel so passionate about it and I want to push for that. And then with other things, it's like, you know, you don't get to pick. So it's like, it's whatever auditions are coming up and things. And I think someone once told me this, I thought it was interesting. They said their career had been defined by the things they'd said no to. 
And I think it's true because people like people can form you can form things it's not always about taking the obvious so has there been a moment that you've said no to something and then something else has better has come along so that you know has it all kind of timed right has there been a has yeah. there been a job that you lost out on and then like for me it was a vita i didn't get a vita but then i got wicked and i, I was devastated about you know so it made space you know. a vita i would <laughs> oh i would love that um well yeah exactly yeah thank god that you got wicked then oh my god thank god <laughs> um, uh, yeah no it's um that do you know what this is actually really really because i was talking about this the other day um so i was auditioning for hair oh yeah remember when it was and and uh they were what in london yeah um 10 years ago 11 years ago and um and they, the, there was the Broadway cast had come over. I'd auditioned for it and I'd got penciled in for a character. They didn't know if, like, what the situation was, if it was, like, if they were going to stay, if they were going to, whatever it yeah. was. And then I auditioned for Les Mis. And so I was like, oh. And then I got offered Eponine. And, and I was like, oh, what? And all, all the advice I'd been given, because I was, you know, I'd only been in the industry for a few years on a few jobs. People had said, you know, if you get the opportunity to like do a new show, do it yeah. over like uh, doing a recast because you could do that the next year if it's if it's a show like like Miz is not going to go anywhere. So I was like, oh, but I'd, oh my god, but Eponine, oh my god, I can't. Oh. And then I was like, like I I took Les Mis and then and then hair didn't actually. I think the Broadway show stayed and then it cl- it closed. I think, but whatever it was, it was like that job wouldn't have actually wow. been there. But I was like, the advice would have been, no, go for the new show. But I was like, I just knew in my gut that I wanted to do Eponine. And so it's so weird because if I'd gone, no, 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 I'm going to hold out. Because people would say, no, you should do that. You should just wait and do the new show. And I was like, oh, but it just didn't feel right in my gut. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. That's so good. Um, So Frozen, i got to talk about it. I mean, you were geared up to play the role. You were going to be... Elsa, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Elsa. Um, and I could even see Drury Lane getting all frosted and all of that stuff. And and then obviously we get quarantined. I mean, how how are you feeling? What's happening? Um, that must have hit you emotionally massively. It is. It is crazy. And I think that's the whole thing is that no, everybody's like, what's what's actually happening? What's hap- what, yeah. what's the next thing for all of us in our lives? Now, Frozen's all geared up and ready to go because it's not opening till October. So yeah. all's going ahead with that. But it's sort of an interesting thing because it's like, oh, like everything's yeah. so paused right now. Um, but luckily, like I, nothing for me starts with that for, for a while. So, you know, yeah, we're okay. all just sort of Good. waiting to... Oh, I hope so. Later on, but you know, it is, it is, it's horrible. It's so horrible. Just everybody not knowing. And with the theater thing, it's just like, and also even if you're, if you're in a job, if you're not in a job, I'm not in a job right now. So it's not like my, my job's been stopped right now. It's just, there are no jobs. It's just, it's just a really weird thing for everybody. Yeah. Okay. Talk to me about Bear Grylls. I love him. I'm a big fan. I love his shows. I love all that kind of physical outdoorsy I just and then you popped up on his, um, his uh, you know seasons and I was like oh my god and how you got through that being a vegetarian as well was just 
It was unbelievable. I mean, how was that? It was intense. It was intense. Do you know, I've always just loved him. I've just always loved all that stuff. And I, I just always think it's really clever how he's like, okay, he's he'd, he'd sort of on his, on his show, he'd be like, this is the problem. This is how you get around it. And I'd be like, I would never think of that. And so yeah. when I, when that sort of came in, I was like, Oh, 100%, 100%. And then, and I just said to my I'm vegetarian. They're like, no, no, that'll be fine. We won't make a big thing of it. And then they literally, day one, it was like, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to eat a worm? And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, God. Yeah. Um, Did you ever think you might kind of just do it because you're on the program or like, just. Well, the thing was, it was, you know, for me, it was like, where I was fine was I could very easily be like there were times when they're like well what are you gonna eat what are you gonna eat you're vegetarian what are you gonna eat? I, was like, I, I literally i'm not hungry yeah you know what i mean because i'm like i'm not double as hungry as everybody else and it's like yes they're eating a thing but there was a big thing because we have these like ration packs that you get a yeah. very limited amount of and i'm like that's fine because if you give me that i will ration them out so i'll never yeah. i'll never you know what i mean I, i'll really and I'll, I'll eat a lot less than everyone else but I'll make mine stretch. But they were like, we well, you know, yeah. you can't really do that. So I was like, well, I don't know yeah. what to do. But there were lots of things that you that were, I, I had lots of like berries and then they had these ostrich eggs. And then I had this sort of sweet, it wasn't sweet potatoes, awful, but you know, something. And so there's lots of things that you could have to get by. Um, yeah. But you wouldn't, yeah, be, it'd be hard, wouldn't it, to be in the wild? And I guess adrenaline took you so much further than you probably expected anyway, just oh my God. the activities. Absolutely, yeah. And you're just like, you know, like right now, I'm just like absolute snackaholic, cannot stop uh, myself. I think everybody, <laughs> we're all going to roll out of quarantine. I know. <laughs> Lockdown. <laughs> I've been doing so much like cooking and baking and then I'm just like, it's just like every, every hour it's like well what next what's what's next what's next yeah, next yeah. What you- i mean you're pretty physical though you're you're really active you love kind of doing yeah. uh, outdoorsy stuff and how are you coping like keeping yourself fit and ready and getting ready for the show i mean how are you preparing with being in lockdown i'm doing of course i've got ivy you know lots of dog walks well one dog walk per day but yeah. doing that and just making sure that um making sure that i actually like do a do a bit of exercise so I do a bit of yoga whether it's just yeah, in my garden nice. or in the house so I'm always just like staying out because I'm sort of um I like that kind of exercise anyway I'm sort of like swimming walking yoga pilates stuff like yeah. that so not stuff you do what you do is amazing <laughs> and it makes me yeah, tired old and have kids I have oh, to keep up with them <laughs> you are honestly I just I just watch it I'm just like wow I feel like I've done I think my, it's time. For my sanity <laughs> No, this is very impressive. All right, give me, give me the so far the highest point of your career and the and the highest point um, in in your normal in your social life in your reality life. Wow, um, highest point of my career definitely, oh, definitely Les Mis film because it just changed everything for me personally, like career, everything. Um, so yeah, that that definitely, but personally, is such a hard one because it's to, to hard to a specific moment. I know people can say like their wedding day or something. I don't really yeah, have like yeah. a specific. Is there a moment in time or is there a period of time? Do you know what I think? I was like, but then I'm quite a like I think I'm quite a happy sort of person. But I was thinking like yeah. not right now. So obviously right now is crazy. But I think that over the last couple of years, I've probably been the happiest I've been because I, I, 
like enjoyed going out to New York and I was doing a, doing a like project I really cared about, was really passionate about. And then I just feel like, I mean, I, I really enjoy being my age. You know, I've always been someone who yeah. I think has been older than my age and, you know, things that people are like, yeah, let's do this when we're 21. It's like, oh, I'm like, but well, should we have a dinner party? That's what I've, me and my friend are saying, we're living for that time. And I love, I think I just love the, like, I, I don't know, I, I'm enjoying aging in that way. Like I'm enjoying yeah. getting to a place where everything's a little bit like, calmer and like I don't you know I, I just feel like I'm I'm happy very happy like that's great very you know yeah it is it's just and like everyone seems to be like my sister just had a baby and my friends Aww. are getting married and it's just all like lots of stuff is happening to people obviously right now we're all on a pause but I, just, <laughs> I feel like I'm happy right now I feel like I've never been closer to my family um really making the most of, since I was I was in New York we just we'd FaceTime and then we'd FaceTime it more. And then I just realized I was FaceTiming all the time. And I'd probably speak to them yeah. once a day, whereas I didn't always used to because life is crazy. And then you're, you know, with, with our careers, it's like you're here, there and everywhere and your times are different. But now I'm closer to my family than I've ever been in terms of con- like communication where we've been close. But mm. I don't know. I just feel like I feel very happy and optimistic and just calmer than I was. And I think that's growing up and I enjoy that. Yeah, that's good. Um, So this, you may not have had it, but what so far, again, the lowest point of your career and the the lowest point in your kind of normal life, if you've had one (laughs) or time. No, definitely. Lowest point, this was quite, it's quite hard. I'm being really, really upset about this. So I... After I did Les Mis, I got uh, Dracula, the film Dracula, Untold. I played Baba Yaga. I know this is the biggest low, but it is a low because I remember just being really upset. And I really cool. It was a really, really cool um, thing we did. Really cool scene with Luke Evans. You know, it was really like he played Dracula. And it was it was so much fun. And basically, I was so excited for the film to come out. And then I, I got cut from the film. Basically, half of the film just got cut and then they reshot like half of it and recast yeah. all the characters like older and it was it was like <gasps> but I was just like no like I really loved that and I was so excited to do another film I remember it being yeah. being cut and I was like <gasps> it it made me so sad I remember just like my agent told me and I was trying on a fancy dress costume at the time and I remember like <laughs> listening to it and I just had like a little tear on down my face and I was like I was just so sad because I was so proud of it and yeah. then it was just like, oh no! And that that was a that was a sad time because I was just like, I really wanted to be able to 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 do that and do a different character on film and and, and the pressure of be, of doing obviously doing this massive film of Les Mis and then the pressure of having to do another one. Yeah, you know, it was and probably, I got it and I filmed it and then it just went yeah. away and I was like, oh, that was that's really tragic. Sad. Yeah, well, it was more than just a moment. It was just like a whole. It was like, oh, that was really sad. But again, like. These things are so funny. It's like you said, like often in, in your career, something will happen. It's like, it's the end of the world and something comes in. You're like, Oh, that's why. That's why I wasn't meant to do that. And was that, did you picking yourself to come out of that? Was, did something come in or, or did you just flick a switch and were like, I'm getting on with this? It did. And I think I was busy at that time. So I was sort of doing stuff it was just I think that that it's a very important lesson and the earlier you can learn that lesson the better that things just do not always go to plan in this industry and even if you get a job it doesn't always mean it's going to happen and even if you shoot the job it doesn't always mean you'll be in it and it's like the film world is a completely 
is really crazy because it's like the amount of films I've had that have moved, even moved a year later, have been have not happened at all. Like it's completely always moving. I would say until I'm on set, it doesn't mean I'm in it. And until I'm yeah, sat watching yeah. myself on on the screen, it's just like it's so constantly like that. But that's fine. And as long as you're like okay to roll with the punches a bit and go with it, then that's fine. But it was a lesson I learned very early. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Okay, so where would if you could dream and be and do anything in ten years, what would you be doing? So I'd love to have a family. That's 10 years. That's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're like, how long have I got? Yeah. I yeah, yeah, that's good, that's good. Um, <laughs> yeah. That would be nice. I'm a real family person. So um, I like the idea of that. That'd be lovely. Um, yeah. And I think that always for me, I've always said like balance is the most important thing. So if people have said like, what do you want to do? Do you want to do more film or more theater or things like that? I would say like, I, I enjoy just a, I enjoy a balance and that applies in life as well so I want to be able to have a nice balance where I want to be able to have a family and have time for that I want to to um also have time for my career and just like yeah. be growing things like that not so much like you know <laughs> yeah if, yeah if possible like you know and and if I'm lucky so yeah that's where I think yeah that's not not, not too specific but I have more of an idea yeah, that's that's brilliant that's brilliant and anything well I guess Frozen's going to take up your next your next thing but is that is that what you're working on next is that your new thing yeah that's my new thing it's um not it's a it's a while away and so obviously I was thinking of doing things in between but I don't I don't know when time yeah the world will return to normal so that's my big focus right now that's I'm very excited about that and uh yeah, I just I can't wait. I can't wait. It's, uh, it's nice. a little while to wait, but that's all we're doing right now is just waiting. Aww. We'll be right back with Sam in just a minute, but I have to ask her one final question that I ask all my guests. If you could look back to your 20-year-old self and give a piece of advice that you've been given or you would give, what would it be of how to keep calm and carry on? Well, one, I would tell my younger self, just starting in the industry, that they, she would not believe I'd be sad having a chat with you. <laughs> oh, stop it. Oh my God. I would have, I'd have been like, no way, that's not going to happen. That's not, I literally oh, would be like, Sam. Oh, oh you've broken my heart. That's amazing. I came to see you in Wicked. Um, and I just, <laughs> I just moved down. It was that, it was like that year. And I just moved down to London. And I was like, oh my God. And I went to see it and you ran out and you sang The Wizard Night. But you were happy and I went, oh, and I just cried and cried and cried. Oh my god! I was just like obsessed, obsessed, obsessed. Aww. Still am. Um, so Aww, yeah. So, so although I would have loved to have seen you, Navita, I'm really thrilled that that didn't work out. <laughs> I haven't done it wicked. exactly. <laughs> oh, I would have loved to have seen that as well. But um, yeah, I think what would I say? Like, I think that um, I am someone who I like. There are people who go, "I'm going to do that," and "I'm going to do that," and "I'm going to," and I go, "I wish I had your confidence." I'm not that person. I'm always just like, I don't know. And I used to, I used to say, oh, what would happen in five years time? Where do I want to be? Or in five years time, where do I want to be? Like I just said to you, and I remember saying, oh, um, well, you know, in five years time, I want to maybe just like, maybe you've been a part, been done a show, but you know, I don't mind um, anywhere, anywhere. I don't mind where. And I'd done Eponine. So it was like, oh my God. So I'd always, um, 
beaten my expectations. I was never like, this is where I'm going to be and I'm going to be fabulous and I'm going to be a star. I was never, ever doing that. And then when I was like, in the next five years, I'd like to have maybe done a movie. And then the Les Mis movie happened. So it's like, I guess I'd say, don't, um, don't be afraid to dream. I always, I always say that to everyone, don't be afraid to dream, but it's just be okay with the fact that it won't always happen the way that you think it's going to happen. And that's okay. It's like, yeah, it might not look the way you think it's going to look. Just be open to it. And so I, you know, don't, yeah. don't hold yourself to things that you've, that you've said, right, well, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to make sure that that's that. Cause it will never work out that way. Absolutely. That's so important. Oh, that's wonderful. Sam, you're amazing. Thank Yay. you so, so much oh, thank for you giving for us your me. time and your stories and being so wonderful. I can't wait to see you in Frozen. Yay. I'm a big fan of the show and I can't wait. And um, I'm sure we're going to see you on the screens as well very soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yay. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed our chat today as much as I did. And if you've missed some of the previous episodes, just hit subscribe now and you can catch up there for free. Also, don't forget to join us next week to see who we've got coming up. It's so exciting. Oh, and don't forget, if you would leave us a lovely review, that would be amazing. I love hearing all your comments. I'd like to thank everyone here at Keep Calm and Carry On, especially my producer, Martin, who has done an incredible job producing this podcast over this crazy time and all done over the internet also i want to thank sam barks today who was a genius and of course you the listener thanks for tuning in and i'll see you next week